Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We the world. are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin. Steven. What's up with Top Gun? What's up with Down Gun? Uh, what are you? That's what I'm saying. Top Gun, it should be more like Bottom Gun. Am I right? I don't know, Goose. What do you think? Well, I mean, the, the guns aren't on top of the jets, are they? They're underneath. So why isn't yeah. it bottom gun? That makes so much more sense. It's probably a little, not not nearly as fun. Should I, should I call in to Tom Cruise and see if I can get him to change it to bottom gun? Yeah. Do you think he'll go back and listen to our episode called Tom they... Cruise Boxes? Or <laughs> If you Google Tom Cruise, that episode shows up. It's <laughs> the number one search there. result? Yep. <laughs> We have hacked the SEO gods. Um, is that movie not coming out now? Are you? Is that what you're referencing here? No, I'm just. I'm. I'm just curious why it's not called Bottom Gun. That's where the guns are. They're on the bottom of the jet. To the bottom, to the top, to here we are, Steven. What was that? I, I don't know. I don't Were know. you going for like a Drake? Crane's uh, got me watching. We're here. Crin's got me watching Hamilton, and I've just got like this musical rhythm like flowing through my blood. Got me all wanting to turn everything into a Broadway performance. I love it. I love it. Um, but Dustin. with two small children, we only get through about fifteen minutes of Hamilton, so mm-hmm. we're like biting it off in small chunks because <laughs> it's so long. I haven't even watched it yet on Disney Plus. Yeah, I've been wanting to, but I mean. We've listened to the soundtrack like several times since it came out of Disney Plus. We just haven't gotten around to uh, actually watching it. Well, just uh, watch it, but then like wear dark, dark sunglasses, and it'll just be like listening to the soundtrack. I'm just I'm concerned because I have seen it live. Like, oh well, this... <laughs> will the movie be as good as seeing it live? Like, no, I'm sure. It won't have when I saw energy. it live, it didn't have Lin Manuel, so. Oh, and did you really see it? (laughs) I don't know. Did I? Oh, Dustin, do we have any follow up this week? I'm pretty sure we live in this perfect world where we are never wrong and therefore listeners never correct us. (laughs) Therefore, there's nothing to follow up on. Oh gosh, if only that were true. How how long have you been doing this podcast with me? Because I feel like I get stuff wrong all the time. Uh, I do have one note I wanted to add into the follow-up. So Jen and I did a whole talk about the iPhone thing a few weeks ago. Then you and I kind of talked about it last time we had an episode together. Um, And Jen was just on Josh Withers' uh, podcast, The Rebel's Guide to Getting Married. And she talked about that again on there. Um, Jen and I were having an interesting conversation with somebody today. So this is not like an original thought, but we were talking to um, somebody about the concept of shooting with an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And um, the person kind of just put it out there like, if everybody starts shooting with iPhones, what becomes the uh, thing that makes you the professional in the situation, you know? I have uh, a college degree in photography. <laughs> no, but like when you when, when you uh, when you walk into like a wedding, uh, a lot of times it's very easy to see like who the professional is by who has the nicest camera or whatever. Um, and this this person throughout there, like who, they who think has the, the big dick. Yeah, yeah. 
exactly uh, this person threw out there that uh they think like if iphones become the norm they think lighting equipment would be what sets you off as being a professional when you walk into a shoot or some other sort of situation which i just thought was a very prescient thing because uh you'll always need external lights and stuff like that uh when you're shooting and that really takes your wink, photography wink. to a new level <laughs> you're being so weird dude um <laughs> So oh, I'm being yeah. weird. Yeah. No, dude, dude, that was just, uh, are we plugging something here? We're Steve? not plugging anything. That's just okay. a random thought. I, I heard somebody talking about and I wanted to get out okay. there. I'm not allowed yep. to share who said it. It's out there. Yep. <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> okay. What do you think, uh, sets, sets photography apart if everybody's shooting with iPhones? Um, the, probably your case on your iPhone. <laughs> Probably that pistol grip. <laughs> you gotta get that pistol grip for sure, and have like a like From an external monitor. Whatever it is, yeah. Or like some sort of like Google Glasses situation, like tethered to your iPhone. Or uh, what's the little uh, the or like Osmo. a multiple iPhones, like a multiple iPhone setup. So you're like taking three photos at different focal lengths at the same time. I, I I see a future where it's just like you have an Osmo connected to your phone all the time. And uh, the DJI one, you know, and that's mm-hmm. just your camera now, and you just use your phone to trigger it. Yeah. Can it yeah. be beat? Can that be beat? So you have a so essentially you have a drone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could also control your drone with the same phone. That's right. <laughs> oh, they gotta build something in where you can just like drone from the Osmo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, who who needs a drone controller anymore? Just get that Osmo out and play around and uh, have I, the drone track what the Osmo's doing. I do feel like the phone video has gotten to a point where it's like so good that there's been some, there's been several instances where um, I've wanted to, because the drone really starts to fall apart in low light, mm-hmm. whereas the phone starts to utilize some of that in-camera HDR crap. Yes. Black magic, I call it. Um, no, that's that's a different company. That also makes cameras <laughs> that are for video. That also struggle in low light. Um, <laughs> it would be <laughs> it would be great if there was a drone that you could. You know how the old drones you mounted the GoPros on. I want the drone well, that I can which mount Black my phone Magic on. is struggling in low light. Is it the the Micro Four Thirds one? Is that yeah, the one the, you're using? Of course, yeah, that one is. Cinema one. Get rid of that pocket Cinema one and get the, get the big boy. Get the Ursa. You know what I'm talking about? I uh, shot with that on Tuesday. That <laughs> thing is so friggin' heavy. Uh, compared to what i'm used to shooting with (laughs) doesn't we should we should get into beer talk what are you drinking tonight buddy tonight i have a good old classic fat tire it's sort of the go-to in our house it's the kind of what we keep the beer fridge stocked with at all times because i've not had a chance to go out and buy anything fancy for this podcast because i've just been running around like a chicken with his head cut off because it's wedding season Mm -hmm. or is it or is it or is, is it? it or is it uh i haven't had a chance to buy anything fancy either so i'm actually drinking a rum and coke tonight mm, you know throwing it back to those good. college days if this was sailor jerry who knows what might happen <laughs> i do i would throw up because it's gross mm, yeah that's I'm why s- i threw up on sailor jerry jerry in college because it was gross not because so i drank too much who's sailor jerry it's just my friend <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Everybody is a friend they throw up on, right? 
But not all of us have a Sailor Jerry. Yeah, that is true. Uh, we should get into our topics this week. Um, Dustin, did you want to talk to me about how the Canon 5D Mark IV has dropped in price to less than $2,000? Not really, but we can. <laughs> it's been in our show notes for like three weeks now. Or maybe four weeks. Oh, that I per- price I drop. Prefer, I prefer to know if your finger hit the pre-order button today. That's what I really <laughs> want to know. In the midst of a global pandemic? In, in the, the midst, midst of a global, of a global pandemic, pandemic? With half your weddings canceling, the other half's going to next year. You're trying to push your mortgage back to 2025 and, you know, selling your kidneys. Did you order yourself an R5 or an R6? That's... Did you say, hey... How about that PPP money? Can I get me one of them R5, R6s? Uh, you know that 5D Mark IV dropped under 2K, and it's like, why would I get an R5 or an R6? I already have all the glass I need for the 5D oh Mark IV, right? So I pre-ordered two of those. No, you joking. got two? No, oh my can't gosh. pre-order. <laughs> Jesus, goodness gracious. No, I will say, um, so for those out there who have been living under a rock, Canon finally, 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 released their new flagship mirrorless cameras today for pre-order, thus finally putting the rumor mill to bed with um, what they're, you know, coming to the table with to compete with Sony um, in terms of their mirrorless powerhouses Mm -hmm. uh, with Steve, Steve, it's got your favorite feature, got your, it's not a cup holder, but it is your favorite feature. And that would be, tell me what it is. Not one, not three, but two card slots. That was what all the buildup was for? That's what all the buildup was for? <laughs> well, that's apparently all you care about. Oh, oh, no, I care about a lot more than that. But um, no, I mean, and they were like, a lot of like, people fuck you, Steve. We're putting a compact Flash Express card in slot in there. Go buy some expensive cards. Okay, yeah. No, dude, let's talk about that. Um. I don't, I'm not going to get an R5. I'm going to tell you that right now. And uh, part of that is just, it's way more than I need. And part of it is that they also put out the R6. And the R6 doesn't use a compact flash card. The R6 has two SD card slots. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Why don't you R6 walk us through the differences of the two cameras, Steve? <laughs> well, I'm just, when the R5 was first, like, rumored, people thought it was going to be what replaced the 5D Mark IV, and they thought that the uh, the R6 would replace, like, the 6D, and now that the uh, cameras have actually come out, it really looks like the R6 is, like, a step up from the Canon 5D Mark IV, and the R5 looks like it's more in line with the uh, the 1DX. <laughs> A lot, both, lot of them, both of them look pretty great, though. Yeah, and I'm, it's crazy, too, because, I mean, when, when Canon dropped the price of the 5D Mark IV to less than $2,000, that, to me, was just like, oh, wow, one of these cameras is going to seriously be challenging the price of the 5D Mark IV, and they, they got to try to clear out that stock, because, I mean, they've already said they're not making, like, more DSLR stuff. They're, the future's mirrorless, and that's where they're investing, like, all their uh, time, energy, and resources going forward, basically. And, um... Yeah, so when that 5D Mark IV dropped to like under 2K like a month ago, I was just like, that's really tempting. But it means one of those new cameras is going to be really low priced. And it turns out it's the R6. I mean, I don't know what I would need as a photographer. So what, what did you say the price difference was between the two? 
So the R6 is uh, twenty four ninety nine, just the body. Wow. And the so R5 cheap. is like thirty four ninety nine. Yeah. It's like a thousand dollar difference. Yeah. Um, and so like you the, get eight K. The big difference is you get eight K video and shooting in raw and double the megapixels. Yeah. I don't need all those megapixels for my photos. I can tell you that right now. Like mm -hmm. uh, the kind of work I'm doing as a wedding photographer, nobody's like printing billboards with it. So I just, I don't need it. Maybe so you should why... step up your wedding photography. <laughs> maybe I should step up my wedding photography. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should start <laughs> delivering a billboard package. You book with me <laughs> for your day. Like... And a month after your wedding, I'm going to have a billboard in your hometown that just says, look how great we are. We got married and we're awesome and we're just, better than just everyone picturing, else. I'm picturing a scene um, the next day or like the week later when the bride and groom gets home from their honeymoon and there's a camera crew in front of their house and you and Jen are out there with a giant pull away billboard with a picture of their wedding and it, and you like, welcome home. And, like, and they're like, I don't the billboard, understand. This like is Chip and a, Joanna Gaines. This is just a like, picture of a cake. And I'm like, that was my favorite photo for your wedding. You don't get a choice with this. Sorry. <laughs> or it's just a giant collage of like micro photos from their whole wedding. <laughs> I was able to fit 900 photos. That's right. Your entire gallery is on here. Well, you see, you said you could only afford one spread for your album, so it just made it a giant spread. Here it is. Uh, while you were gone, we actually took the siding off your house. We put up <laughs> this this poster board, and we painted a giant mural poster board. What am I thinking? Why would you ever do poster board? We put up a uh, brick? I don't know. <laughs> That's an upgrade, you're, man. You're, yeah. You're going yeah. down a slippery, expensive rabbit hole. So... You, to answer the question of all the listeners out there who want to know, as you pour more rum into your Coke, um, are you or are you not pre-ordering the R6? No. I it's believe a global there was an pandemic. episode. I just I had, believe there was an episode I just months had a and months December ago where you said... Rescheduled to and, next and year. I quote, December and wedding. I quote... Dustin, as soon as Canon has a mirrorless camera with two card slots, I will be the first to order it. I will be the There's first no one, way Dustin. Those words ever made it out of my mouth in a serious fashion because I know how I spend money and I'm never going to be the person who is pre ordering first in line. That's just not me. Even the iPhone that Jen and I used to do like our iPhone shoot two weeks after like it came out. We did not order <laughs> until until like a week or two after pre-orders were you know in line. Uh, we're just we're we're not first in line people. I'm sorry. That's just that's not our style. Yep. Yep. Last in line. Last in line every home. single time. And then they're all sold out. Yeah. And if you're not you first, never, you're last. You go home hungry. Ricky Bobby. You go home hungry. <laughs> Uh, Dustin, are you oh, going to switch Steven. over to Canon? Because, I mean, Sony doesn't have anything comparable to what Canon just put out. So, Yeah, I know. This is this camera, honestly, I've never, of all the cameras that have ever come out, um, I have never been swayed more than I have been with this camera. And it started when the Canon uh, R lenses, I believe they're called, uh, started coming out, and they were boasting about the speed in which the autofocus could handle and which I still feel like Sony's lenses struggle a bit with. Mm -hmm. um, the, I love the Sony cameras. I love the ergonomics of them. 
they fit really well with someone moving from Nikon. But um, but they're still just the lenses just aren't as fast as what I would expect, and and that's I think more so to do with the fact that I'm shooting a lot with zoom lenses and I'm trying to make the move more into prime lenses. You're um, shooting fact, with zoom lenses. Who are you? Who are I'm, you? I'm a wedding photographer that shoots a billion weddings a year, and I like. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um. No, I uh, I shot with the twenty four to seventy a lot when I was first getting started. Slowly worked my way into shooting more with primes, uh, mainly because zoom lenses are heavy. And um, today, actually, today I sent you a picture. I think I picked up a thirty five millimeter. Got on the thirty five millimeter bus. You got on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Shot uh, about seventy five percent of my engagement session tonight just with it. With a thirty five. Dustin, were you wearing a mask? Uh, no, we were outside in the lake, though. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be like treading water to take these pictures, nor am I going to make them treading water to take these pictures. So 35 felt perfect for what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So you weren't socially distancing at all. No, 35 is perfect for social distancing. You can be just far enough away where you capture everything, but you're close enough where you... How you get those get close-ups, the- buddy? How you get those I close-ups? I brought the 135. Oh, okay, okay, 75% okay, okay. the yeah. shoot was with it. Plus, this couple had done two shoots. Mm. They did a pre-COVID shoot downtown, and then they wanted to wait till they opened their lake cottage to do just a few at the lake. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did today, and it was so freaking hot. And actually, I did most of the photos with my drone. <laughs> you lazy piece of crap. So without further ado, let's cross over into the drone zone. Yeah, I was like, oh. uh, I don't really feel like... They were like, we have two, we have a kayak and a canoe, and we want some photos in our canoe. Do you mind, like, kayaking out with us and taking photos? And I'm like, You're like nope. Oh, I, brought, I brought my drone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys realize it's 94 degrees out? <laughs> and there's ain't no shade on that kayak. <laughs> I'll be over here on the deck under this canopy. Like, you guys get on out there. Get on now. Mm-hmm. Get on, get. <laughs> So it was almost, uh, you, you were shooting from a drone, basically from space, almost like a listener going bat sent us in this article about Canon launching uh, a 5D Mark III into space. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, it says Canon launched a spacecraft featuring a 5D Mark III and, uh, and a bunch of power shot cameras. Isn't that... Uh... They waited a little bit longer. They probably could have gotten a better deal on the Mark IV. <laughs> Just saying. Do they even make Mark Threes anymore? Where do they find that? So. Did they go to a dump and have to refurb? So the satellite that Canon launched, it's a, it's capable of resolving a ninety centimeter object on the ground from space. Jeez. Yeah. Ninety centimeter object. 
Isn't that ridiculous? I don't know. Are you 90 centimeters? I, I'm, I operate in inches and feet. What does that equal? 90 <laughs> centimeters? That's like a mile? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, technically, it's not like they launched an actual 5D Mark III. It's like the sensor from a 5D Mark III, technically. And then the other sensor is from a PowerShot S110. But um, the PowerShot is the backup sensor. But, man, isn't that... Uh, I... It's That's a big just week ridiculous for to me, I mean, man. Canon. <laughs> it, it's not from this week. This is several weeks old. We're in old news right now. We have so much to catch up on. You, you know how there's like real news and fake news? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast all about old news. Oh, we got fake news too. Do you want to do fake news? <laughs> not yet. Um, I did want to quickly just talk about, again, old news, but it's still exciting as somebody who does shoot Sony on this podcast. Um, oh, Sony, did Sony launch a camera into space? They launched a camera into my heart and soul. Um, oh, does it, finally it, does it confirmed. shoot 8K video raw straight we internally? Can only hope. Um, <laughs> they announced the A7S III um, is going to be a camera. It's going to happen um, sometime this year. Um, I assume with the announcement of the new cannons, it will happen sooner rather than later. Now that they have a little bit of pressure on them, they were probably like a good business waiting to see what Canon was going to do so that they could just do better. Cause that's what I'm hoping or at that's, least the same. That's the not same would how be businesses work at all. <laughs> these, <Yeah>. these, these, <laughs> these cameras, they, they work on developing them for a very long time. It's not like yeah. they see what Canon rolls out like and they're Apple, like, oh, where can they we click just like, switch everything? Roll out another one every year. The iPhone you get every year has been in development for four or five years before it's actually like being sold to you. Oh, I like to think that like the day they sell iPhone 10, <laughs> next day they're like walking into the office. All right, guys iPhone 11. Let's go. What can we do? Can you imagine you're on like the iPhone uh you're on like Jim, the iPhone Jim, 11 team. We need a team. bigger battery. You're on the iPhone 11 team and you've been like developing this camera for 2 years and then like the iPhone 10 comes out and you're like, "Oh shit. Oh shit. Everything that we thought was going to be amazing our iPhone 11, they just put out in the iPhone 10. That team's so much better than us. <laughs> shit. We got to seriously rework this." Oh, yep. Or yeah. if like you're on the battery battery team and like they put out and it's like a better battery life than what you've got for the next generation. <laughs> I think they're quickly like, uh, bring that battery guy over from that team to our team and we're going to figure this one out real fast. Quickly, quickly. Uh, software update. Take that battery down an hour. <laughs> Steve. Steve. No, they, they wait a year and then they take that battery life down four or yeah, five hours dr dramatically down <laughs> um but yes yeah, so the a7s2 uh will be coming out later this year um for those of you out there who don't know much about the sony lineup they have their a7 series which is sort of their like all-around great camera they have their a um 7r which is like their high megapixel catered towards like their super you know, professionals as they might call it. And then they have their A7S series, uh, which is supposed to be their high ISO sort of powerhouse in the arena of uh, low light and night photography. Uh, but when they released the A7S II, uh, they had no idea that it was going to become a video powerhouse for videographers. 
being like, able let's to just shoot. put all these features in that videographers will love. I bet it doesn't take off in that community. <laughs> that, I mean, you were <laughs> at you were at imaging, that? Steve. That's what he said to us. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there. I think really making the A7S three catered towards videography, especially. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they what they put out. I'm excited to see how it competes with uh, what Panasonic's doing and now what Canon's doing. We, didn't, we haven't even really talked about anything that Panasonic's doing on this podcast because, I mean, it's Panasonic. Um, what are they doing? <laughs> they have, like, all these S1s and crazy cameras for videographers right now. I, I know a lot of videographers use the Panasonic cameras and are completely sold on them as a brand. And uh, I get it, man. If, if they're making what you need to make your living, like, yeah, of course, you're going to be all about them. I just, Much I like just I can't I do the micro four thirds. All just... about Canon all the time. I'm always on that that Canon train, you know, just Canon, 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 Canon. I can't, can't. Except Steve's train is stalled at the station because he can't pre-order. I cannot. He's sort of the last car on the train and, you know, it's stuck and it's not going to hit till probably next year. I'll, you know, I'll hit Daddy Trump up and I'll say, hey, could I get some more PPP money? Um, PPP. I, need, I need a lot more. <laughs> But oh. I, I'm excited. I will probably most definitely pick up an A7S III. Um, You're going to pre-order depending. that first in line? Depending on when it drops. If we yeah. still have enough video gigs to justify getting one. Um, and I'll sell my A7S II. Still have enough video gigs. Right, if enough of them don't cancel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole thing with purchases right now. I mean, it's a good thing Canon's rolling out these new cameras and pricing them very affordably because... The the photography industry has taken a huge hit, and uh, you know a large portion of that industry is wedding photography, and they've taken the hugest hit. So, mm-hmm. oh. so you actually might see Steve shooting weddings with an iPhone next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't be able to afford an iPhone next year. I'm gonna have to sell my iPhone and get some crappy Android phone instead. Seen him shoot with like a straight talk, whatever, like the straight talk Walmart, you know. You know what? Android. I've been inspired. Uh, I've been inspired like a burner phone by Jen shooting with an iPhone, and now seeing this thing about the uh, Canon 5D Mark III that was launched into space with a PowerShot S110. I'm gonna get a PowerShot S110 next year, and I'm just gonna start shooting weddings with that. You know, no, I think, I'm gonna really think push the limits whole, of what we can accomplish here. I think you need to do a whole like cellular phone wedding comparison review. So you need to book yourself a wedding, Steve. You need to say like, hey, I'm going to shoot this with a Google Pixel, a Samsung Note 27, <laughs> whatever they're at now, and an iPhone. And we're going to be, you know, compare what's the superior iPhone for wedding photography. The superior iPhone? I think you just named it. <laughs> you can even bring Hint, yourself it's to in say the smartphone. Hint. Uh, Dustin, um, moments, moments before we started recording, I published a piece I've been working on for a while, all Mm -hmm. about masks. We've been talking a lot about COVID and coronavirus and how that's been affecting our industry. And Mm -hmm. I noticed you didn't do a Batman mask. No, no, I didn't do a Batman mask. I was a little disappointed. There wasn't like a full on, you know, Bruce Wayne Blacked out mouth, blacked out eyes. 
Bruce That's Wayne what I really wanted. Bruce to Wayne doesn't have blacked out anything. Bruce Wayne is a man. Batman has a mask, and the mask specifically doesn't cover his mouth and nose. <laughs> specifically doesn't cover them. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a world where your superheroes all wear masks that don't cover their mouth and nose? <laughs> Why do you think that all of the superheroes are not out right now due to the quarantine. You know, know, Batman's out there fighting the scum of the earth. You have to assume a lot of them, a lot of them have some sort of disease that is communicable through through the air. We're going to have to cut that. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Batman's out there. He's he's fighting a lot of people who are committing Mm -hmm. crimes. Uh Jeez, there's no, there's nothing I want to say about this. <laughs> nope, just that I'm disappointed that you didn't wear one. To to Batman, you're or, disappointed. Or Batman like a Michael, like a Michael Myers mask. That would have been a good one. Or like a like a Halloween. This like is Michael mask. Myers. <laughs> like a hockey mask. <laughs> oh man, Baby Driver is such a good movie. It's one of the best. Uh, um, yeah, no, uh, I, I just use real masks that people use when they're actually out there shooting and, uh, one novelty f- mask, just one novelty mask. What was the novelty one? I didn't see that. Uh, novelty? it's a, it's a mask that says, Ooh, David on it, which, um, let me try. Uh, it's more like, Ooh, David. And what is that from? From Shit's Creek, my man. Oh, so I haven't watched enough of that yet to really like know all of the catchphrases. That's like Alexis's uh, catchphrase. Yeah. She's hilarious. Um, anyway, I bought that for Jen as like a gift because we both love Shit's Creek, but she loves it a little more than I do. And uh, it's just the worst mask in the world. <laughs> it's the worst mask I've ever seen when it comes to protecting you from something like a virus or protecting other people from you and your virus that you have mm-hmm. terrible, terrible mask. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the mask all worked to, to varying degrees. So what was your favorite? My favorite one is the three ply disposable one. Uh, yeah. well I should rephrase that. My favorite one is the floral one. I think the best one is the, uh, three ply disposable one. I, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to look like a doctor or a dentist or an orthodontist when I'm shooting. Those are all professional people. So that mask is a professional-looking mask, but that's not my aesthetic that I'm going for when I'm shooting. So I'd rather wear like a floral mask or just a black mask, personally. But I would uh, say the floral one makes you look the least creepy. Yeah, <laughs> the floral one makes me look the least creepy. Not, yeah, not well, the, the bandana. Something about where, when you wear like the bandana or the black ones, it kind of like, because I have two black ones myself. I actually have like five black ones because mm-hmm. um, that's the route I went as well. But whenever I put it on, I just still get this gut feeling like I'm going to rob a bank. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like when I walk the bandana into a place. didn't give you that feeling. <laughs> I've not tried the bandana f- yet. I don't have any bandanas. Um, oh, so man. I've, I've not tried to go that route, but definitely just any mask in general makes me feel like I'm probably going to get, you know, arrested when I walk into a place. Mm-hmm. But so, so, uh, my, my ranking, I did like, a the three ply disposable mask. It's like the most common mask you see. It's like the, the ones 
people use doctors, dentists, all those sorts of people um, who aren't fighting coronavirus, but are just like meeting with patients and they don't want to take the risk of getting the patient sick or getting themselves mm-hmm. sick from the patient or whatever. Uh, then I did like cloth masks, like the the black one and the floral one. Then I did like a N95 mask that Jen and I got for like when we were stripping and staining and repainting like wood. Um, Cause you don't want to breathe in those fumes, you know, but also once or you, you open do up, and you get a nice little high, <laughs> no, no, you don't. That's how you kill your brain cells and you get stupid. Uh, you don't want to like me. Yeah. <laughs> but like w- once you open one of those packs, you can't donate the masks that are in it. So uh, we just have these masks like, cause N95 masks are the masks that you, you know, people were asking Hey, if you have these, donate them because medical facilities need them, but you can't donate them once they've been opened since, hence me using it for the, uh, the thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, the bandana and a neck gaiter. Uh, yeah, you were kind of telling me a while ago that you wanted to try a neck gaiter and that they was look something cool, I was curious man. about. Neck gaiters no, and do. bandanas are so cool. <laughs> the bandana doesn't look cool. That looks like you came out of some sort of anarchy conference and you were like, yeah. Especially the green what color. What you just described is super cool. Uh, the bandana I chose is, uh, it says Holland. It's, you know. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let's free Holland, man. From who? From the tyranny of Hollandators. So my last name's Van Elk. I'm Dutch. Holland is? Spanish. Okay, yeah, that's great. Um, anyway, <laughs> oh, so Spanish. To answer that question, you are pro freeing Holland. <laughs> Holland is free. See, it worked. You should go to more of those conferences. The Netherlands um, are free. But so the Gator one, like the whole like essentially detached turtleneck situation, as I like to call them. Oh, man. Um, the gators are uh, cool, too. Too hot? Uh, no, that gator is a cooling gator. It was actually probably the second coolest thing that I tried on. The three-ply was the coolest by far. It's just so lightweight and incredibly breathable, those three-ply ones. They don't, like, uh, they don't attach, like, on the side of your face. Like, well, I mean, they attach, but, like, it's not like pulled tight on the side of your face when you wear one of those, you know, it kind of like hangs off a little bit. So they're, they're much more breathable. Makes me wonder <laughs> how effective, how they are. effective but, it is. Um, as far as like shooting goes, that's why that one was the, my number one recommendation. Cause like you don't overheat. It doesn't get like, you don't sweat as much. It doesn't feel as hot. And also it's like, it's what you see like doctors, orthodontists, dentists, like those sorts of people wearing. So you know that it's something that the medical community, feels like works in some respect so uh whereas cloth masks it's always kind of like uh is it gonna work or is it not you don't you don't really know um but like the big thing was uh i wanted something that had like the uh the wire for your nose because one of the big problems i've had while shooting is you walk into a place that's air conditioned and you lift your camera up to your face you breathe and it fogs up your viewfinder (laughs) you can't see crap um so if you have like a good like fitting around like your nose and your cheekbones, which like the three ply one has like a wire that goes all the way across, so like you can mold it to like your nose and your cheekbones really well. And uh, you just don't get like the breath, as much breath coming up, so you don't fog up your viewfinder as much. Whereas like mm-hmm. the uh, 
the neck gaiter and the bandana, like they don't, they don't have wires, like the bandana, especially not you're tying something around your face, but the, the neck gaiter is like plastic N95 or elastic. Looked like it. Oh, the N95 was great for that kind of stuff. It was terrible. <laughs> Breathing. It was terrible because it's so incredibly hot. So, I mean, I, I brushed my teeth and I used like, uh, you know, threw, threw in some mints before I went because I shot some weddings and done some engagements. I know if you eat food or anything like that, masks starts to stink up. And uh, all the masks were relatively fine, like when I was doing all my testing and stuff, except the N95 one. Like it just immediately started to stink after I put it on. It was just yeah, you look terrible. Thirty years older in that photo. Oh my god, that that was actually the first one I tested too. <laughs> <laughs> you got progressively younger when you switched. Yes, out it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's. It's hot, it's sweaty, it's stinky. Like, the N95s are no joke. Like, I feel so bad for the medical professionals who have to wear that type of mask because it's it doesn't feel good at all. It's very uncomfortable. And have you, you thought you about sweat going so much and it's just terrible? Without a mask and instead doing, like, one of those shields? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I use a DSLR with a viewfinder. I gotta lift that up to my eye, buddy. Well, I'm saying, like, putting, like, a piece of plexi like around your camera mounting like molding it and mounting it around your camera and just like keeping it in front <laughs> around of my camera and holding the camera up for the whole day <laughs> like getting some sort of like wireless trigger and adding like handles onto it almost like you're got like a battle so it's shield less, yeah it's like a riot shield now <laughs> that's, yeah that's oh yuck oh my gosh that would be incredibly heavy and just terrible all day long just i'm just oh. saying steve uh, I I feel like the neck gaiters could work really well if you put like a you could sell like a wire into the elastic or something so you can mold it around your nose. I feel like I feel like I feel like people could make that work personally, or you could get one of the there's like bandanas you can get which have like an elastic band that go around the back of your head and so like they're pre sewn into the shape of like a bandana in the front. It's like a, a Party bandana. In the back. They sew yep. up in the front, and then they put an elastic band that goes around your head. I feel like that could work too with some sort of wire. The big thing for me was just it kept fogging up the viewfinder. That's why you know I, I, that's why I didn't like those ones. And also, they just don't feel safe. Like the cooling net gator, I could see like little pieces of like my beard hair sticking out through it. So, <laughs> oh, and you could see your own beard hair sticking through the fabric. It just makes you think I'm not protecting anyone and no one's protected from me. Like, or I'm not protected at all by this. This it's 100% just anything that wants in and out of this is getting in and out. But mm -hmm. so you're going to be wearing the floral one to all of your weddings, which you have what five left for the year. Uh, We've got a lot of weddings left. No, we've only had like that one December wedding cancel, and then like the weddings that had already canceled had already canceled. We had a wedding in like two weeks in July that's going through. Uh, when going Jen, through, I like how you say it like it's uh, like a baby, yeah, inside a mom, and it's you're like, happen. I'm not sure if it's gonna make it, and then you're like, <laughs> the baby's coming. We're going full term with this one. Yeah, no, uh, Jen was talking to the bride and it just sounded like she didn't really care if her guests had to wear masks. So uh, nice. she's cool with it. That's We're what cool you want to hear. Yeah. That's what you want to hear these days because we got bills to pay. Um, I mean, I, I hear like people saying like, oh, well, now that you have to wear masks, we're going to postpone our wedding. And it's like, why do you care if people have to wear masks? Like, like, wh wh why does that bother you at all? Like, 
you're, you're just getting married. Like, just get married. Like, the important thing is getting married. People don't want to come because they'd have to wear a mask to come to your wedding. Like, those people never... They either have a health condition or they weren't going to come anyway. But, like, if if you have people in your family who have health conditions, I completely understand pushing your wedding back. Bashing people with health conditions. God, low blow, uh, Vano. Yeah. No, I think that we, we don't know for certain, but we, we suspect, like, our December wedding that pushback... We suspect it's probably something like that, where it's like maybe one of their grandparents or somebody, or I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of people who could be immune compromised for one reason or another. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean that's why that's why you got live streams now, baby. <laughs> fire fire up that yeah, live stream. I, I had a wedding cancel uh, this week. I called Steve about it actually this morning. Um, it was a wedding canceled due to COVID. Um, they're just going to elope, have a small intimate ceremony, but it's in New York. They rescheduled it to a date um, that I'm already booked, unfortunately, so I can't even go if I wanted to, um, which puts, puts them in breach of my contract. Um, oh, so do, they, you, uh, do you need like an associate photographer to go for you to New York? I value your health too much, Steve. Damn it. Um, Damn it, Dustin. Oh, but me I, taking this virus seriously and, and caring about my health and the health of others is really kicking me in the ass right now. I could have been in New it. York if it wasn't for that. Yep. I would have had you shooting so much if it wasn't for that. <sighs> um, but yeah, so they, uh, they, they canceled our contract, uh, but we had just done their engagement photos a week prior. And so I just finished up their engagement photos yesterday and I went ahead and still blogged it. And or I should say Lily went ahead and still blogged it. Oh. And um, I sent them the blog. They love the pictures. Um, then they asked if I would email them. I'm like, ah, I wasn't going to, but okay. So I, then I emailed them a gallery um, that they can order prints from. And then she again emailed me back and said, great, awesome. Love them. So good. Um, how do we download them? I haven't wrote her back yet because I've been shooting all day. <laughs> I get home, I boot up my computer, and she screenshotted all of the photos from the gallery and posted them on Facebook. I didn't even wait to find out how she could didn't download even, them. Didn't even wait. Couldn't. Didn't even have the patience to find out how to download them. Just uh, screenshotted the best and posted them. Posted them all up on the wall. Yep. So now I got all that great watermarking and pixelating of a low-res screenshot. <laughs> Love it. Mm. Sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Should we get into some questions, Stephen? We have so many questions to catch up on this evening. Uh, we should. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve... Morgan Roberts from our very own Facebook group asks, I've been playing with how much I can get away with not needing NDs shooting outdoors. That stands for neutral density filters for those of you not in the know. In the sun for videos. Previous conversations here, labasting Steven for ramping the shutter. Oh, who let this through? What? (laughs) <laughs> what? Lambasting Stephen? What? I love that word, by the way. It's a great use of lambasting. Stephen, for ramping the shutter, but on slow moving subjects, I'm not noticing anything weird. How does everyone here deal with it in a normal, real world scenario? 
Oh, we already know so, how I deal with it. You just do what feels good, baby. You, you ramp that shutter. You got to get that shot, you know, do whatever. Yeah. Do what your will body say, wants. So you know? I shoot I shoot a tremendous amount of video, not as much as I'd like, unfortunately, but I do a, a fair amount. And and then I second shoot or uh, assist a good friend of mine, Luke McBride. Um, and when I shoot with Luke McBride, we are ND filtering it all day, every day. We are we're putting that ND filter on. We're changing it out based on lighting conditions. We are we are that shooting like this so thing much to work. a level of professionalism why, why that, that is exceeds far and above, in my opinion, what we're being paid. But when you shoot with me on one of my shoots, it's like, how fast can we crank that shutter to keep that I or to keep that ISO and keep that. Um, aperture as low as possible crank that shutter baby <laughs> yeah do, when, when, when you do your shirts shirt, when you do your shirts apparently when you do your shoots are you ever like oh man i'm so upset that i cranked the shutter do you ever think that do you ever think oh man this would have looked so much better if i'd use an nd filter instead That's what I love to hear. Stephanie Sanju from her very own Facebook group says, so I have a session booked for 713 pregnancy announcement for a past couple. I'm very friendly with this couple since their wedding, and I've photographed a few weddings in their social circle. Since booking the other day, the mom-to-be has been on a party boat with a handful of other women out to lunch with friends and now at a wedding in Las Vegas. I've seen all the photos on her Insta stories. No masks or distancing in sight. Keep in mind we're from Florida with over 10,000 new cases per day and a governor that wants to kill us all. Uh, sweating emoji, nervous sweating. At what point do you tell a client, yeah, not so comfortable photographing you two anymore? We're at phase two in Florida, which legally allows me to work, but masks are mandatory outside the home. Would you ask them to get tested? Cancel the session. Shoot it anyway with a 135 outside on the beach. I can't take the risk, especially with her being pregnant. Hell, I could be a carrier at the time. And Stephanie says her boyfriend is being, her boyfriend is immunocompromised. She obviously doesn't want to insult them or ruin the relationship. So it sounds pretty obvious. You shoot with a long lens and wear a mask. Mm -hmm. So you would say shoot it anyway, not cancel the session. I don't ever cancel any session, Steve. Stephanie asked them to get tested. (laughs) There's nothing more American than demanding to see somebody else's. Bring a thermometer. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this think is it'll a come tough to one. that where at weddings they're going to start taking temperatures before they let people in. I mean, I feel like we got the word from Charlie's school that they're going to be I doing that. I had my temperature taken before being let into a wedding already this year. Really? Yes. I told you about it on the podcast. I wasn't probably yeah. What there. wedding vendors had to have their temperature taken when they came in uh, at the wedding I live stream. I thought you said I thought you said and wedding guests did not. Wedding guests had to have their temperature taken, and if their temperature was a, a at like a fever or over, they were recommended to wear a strongly recommended to wear a mask. They could still refuse to wear a mask and still attend the wedding if they wanted. 
if you were a wedding vendor and you're, you had a fever, you were just not allowed in. You had to go home. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't a that a crazy backwards. policy? Well, it's, a a, it's, it's like the whole thing where we can control the vendors, but we can't control the guests. We, we, they don't need like... I feel like it would be the opposite. I can't control the vendors because the vendors are here to do a job for the event, whereas the guests have served no purpose. Please remove yourself, guests. Nothing yeah. changes when you're gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's all politics, though, man. It's this whole thing. It's, it's not about science at all. It's about politics. So who knows? Oh, gosh. It's a terrible, terrible world we live in these days. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, if you feel like you got to cancel the session, especially if your boyfriend is immunocompromised, um, cancel the session. You might make them mad, but you know you can recommend them to somebody else who maybe feels comfortable shooting, is comfortable shooting, or you could uh, instruct them on how to take photos with an iPhone or something. Um, I read about a photographer who dropped off a camera at a friend's house and had the friend take the photos with their instruction, like over FaceTime. Um, so you could you could try any any one of those things um, because this doesn't sound like a great situation. And especially if your boyfriend is immunocompromised. I wish you could ask somebody to go get tested, but you can't. <laughs> but also, I would hate somebody to ask me to go get tested, but... <laughs> I wouldn't even know where or how or what to do. A lot of counties in Indiana now have um, free testing services, so... Gotcha. Is it just like an STD test? I stick it up my butt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go, tell them you'd like them to stick it up your butt. If they go for your nose, just be like, no, please, up my butt. Don't stick it up my nose. I've heard the butt is the better test. I'm Dustin McKibben, and I want the butt one. <laughs> You'd be like, you guys don't understand what I've been up to. You don't know what I've been up to. Please give me the butt stuff. I need that good, good butt stuff. Bridget from random Facebook group says, guys, I just drove three hours to do engagement photos for save the dates. I show up early and it's a freaking beach wedding. WTF. I don't have any of my gear for a wedding. It's in my contract for crap like this. But what do I do? I just tried calling and they didn't answer, so I sent a message that I just pulled in and see a wedding. The girl said, yes, that's us. She told me the wedding is planned for next November when she initially hired me to do the engagement photos. <laughs> wow, talk about the ultimate bait and switch. I love that. I kind of love that. You would love that. You would. Well, it's I've always I've always waited to see if that would happen to me. Just like, ah, oh, we just need like a family session. Like, can you just meet us at St. Peter's? Um, we're just gonna do like a small there's gonna be a small thing and then we're gonna do some family pictures. Um, and then you show up and it's like a full on wedding ceremony. <laughs> do you mind coming back with us for dinner? It's uh it's kinda like a reception. <laughs> Oh, man. So how would you handle this, Steve? How would you, you, you're planning on just doing an engagement with a wedding the following year. You drive three hours to get there. I guess you just do it and then you, I mean, if they if they paid for a full wedding package, I guess it's kind of a, 
a win-win because then you didn't have to do an engagement session and you charge them for the full wedding package. Bingo. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, my big fear with something like that is you show up and they're like, actually, it's a wedding, not an engagement. And you're like, oh, I'm not prepared for this. I didn't bring this. I, I don't know. I guess a 70 to 200. It's, it's a freaking beach wedding. Right. You should be able to do it with a And 50. it sounds like they're eloping early. It sounds like you should be able to do it with like a 50 if you really need to. Um, so my fear is that they're like, it's a wedding instead of it being 45 minutes to an hour and a half, like an engagement, it ends up being two to three hours. Then they still expect you to come because they're still, you know, next November having like a big reception. That's basically a second wedding, you know, and they still expect you to shoot that like you normally would. That would be my big fear. That is when I would say, mm. you need to pay me more money if you expect me to do this shit for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, oh, man, that's some crazy bait and switch. I kind of yeah, love we're trying moxie. to figure. We're trying to figure out how to handle something similar right now. Not like this. We're, we're aware of the switch. Um, we had a couple that was supposed to get married this November, ended up getting pregnant during the quarantine. Obviously, they spent a little too much time home alone, if you know what I mean. And um, Wow, Dustin, really? Wow. No, not really, but really. You and, know, people um, were planning to have sex no matter what, right? People were probably planning to have babies no matter what, you know? Not this many babies. <laughs> Are they having like and, eight babies? <laughs> 13, 13 babies. And, That's um, an so the, evil number. Why would you have 13? <laughs> Why would you even say 13? You're going to curse our podcast. Yeah. You're the one that's leaving me for 13 days. <laughs> what? <laughs> 13 what? days. Steve's quarantining. He has the virus. Um, Please don't he... even joke about that. I have a wedding I have to shoot in two days. Shh. shh. You're going to be fine. Um, so... Yeah, so they moved the wedding up to this summer, and uh, they're doing like a two-day thing where they're just going to get married like at, at the courthouse, which our courthouse doesn't even allow photographers to come in. And then, like, so we're talking about maybe just doing like bridal portraits and family photos after the ceremony. And then I'm like, maybe we do getting ready. I don't know. Um, and then they're going to do like a dinner slash gender reveal. The next day. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so how do I build? Like, I'm trying to figure out, do you guys want to keep your current package? Are we like ditching that, losing the deposit, starting all over with like an hourly thing? So it's just been kind of a cluster cuss. <laughs> wow. Oh, tell me more about this cluster cuss. How, how else is it cluster cussy? Mm, in all the good cluster cussy <laughs> ways. You know, you know, Steve. Mm hmm. All right, uh, Steve. Gotta go. Good night, bud. Love you. Gotta, you. Bye. What, what, uh, uh, you don't end the podcast like that. What? What is happening? What just happened? <laughs> That's how we do it here on the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, new and improved. Mm, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin, the person I'm probably going to murder for what he just did to me, is at Dustin underscore McKibben for now.
And I'm at Steven Van Elk. <laughs> we have an awesome Facebook group you should join. Just search for Wedding Hangover. If you want more content, head over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WPH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next week after you shoot another wedding. Another wedding, hopefully. Hopefully you do. Hopefully you're still shooting. <laughs> hopefully you don't Stay have to shoot. Stay safe out there shooting. Hopefully you don't have to shoot. Dustin, do you want to tell me more about Hamilton? Are you hamilton in it up? I'm only like 15 minutes in. So, I, I Alexander, can't. 15 <laughs> minutes in? Alexander Hamilton. My favorite uh, scene, though, that I did catch because Corinne's been cheating on me and watching it on her own um, is the when the king sings. Yeah. Yeah. And Jonathan Groff. And he does. Yeah. And he that's, does uh, this whole... That's uh, the, the, the guy, uh, the Kristoff from mm-hmm, Frozen. From Frozen. Your, yeah. your daughter and my that... daughter's favorite movie. Yeah. He does this whole bit about um, if... Uh, like I'm gonna kill your family, so you know how much I love you, or something like that. And I just like think of you know if a wedding officiant said that, that'd be hilarious. I'll kill your wife and children to remind you of my love. Da 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 da. Oh, that's like my favorite song on the on the whole thing. I think. Oh, that's because you haven't gotten to Guns and Ships yet, my man. Guns and Ooh, Ships guns and blows ships. the house down. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the one where they were like, uh, what would it be like if Luda was one of the founding fathers? And uh, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to rap real fast in this one. Real, real fast. It's so good. Hmm. I'll have to, have to let you know when I get Did to Did I say part. Luda? I don't think it's Luda. What am I? Who am I thinking of? I said the wrong rapper. I feel like an idiot. You should. Fast rapper, 90s. Oh, man. I'm an idiot. Your favorite Christmas wrapping paper that you can wrap fast in. (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm reading right now. It's all about how fast you... Making your holidays quicker with (laughs) easywrap.com. Oh, I was thinking of Busta Rhymes. Damn it! (laughs) Didn't even start with an L. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to have to cut that whole thing out now. <laughs> all, the, all the talk about Hamilton's gone because I screwed up so bad. No, got to oh, leave it. No, I'm going to get lambasted for that. <laughs> lambasted? Who even uses that word? Uh, Morgan Roberts has, has like an amazing vocabulary. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um... Makes him sound way smarter than he is when he's on our podcast. <laughs> When he's on he our podcast and, and not remembering to watch the movie that he's supposed to watch. Yeah, but he just drops words like lambasted and people are like, golly, these Australians. <laughs> they play oh. a lot of Scrabble. A lot of Scrabble. Well, we should probably call it a night. Good. Yes, sir. Good night, Dustin. Good night, Stephen. I'm Dustin McKibben, and I want the butt one. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!